guys, you're tuned into the Dope Girls Pray Podcast. I'm your host, Kamisha H. We have a special guest coming on tonight, and I know you do not want to miss this. Stay tuned and remember, Dope Girls Do Pray.
All right, guys. Good evening. You are tuned into the Dope Girls Pray podcast. I am your host, Kanisha H. Um, tonight is Testimony Tuesdays. Testimony Tuesdays. I am so excited um, for the guest that we have on tonight because she is a childhood friend of mine. Um, and I am so excited for you guys to hear community business-wise and all of the above tonight is going to be to be exciting i'm so 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 excited for what god is going to do on tonight um especially so guys we're going to start off first of all if you are tuning in i need you guys to share 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 invite 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 um for our testimony tuesdays we are so excited for what's going to transpire on tonight guys continue to share tag and share invite some friends invite some women in um because this is going to be really 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 good um so we're going to start off with some prayer and then i'm going to introduce our guest speaker for tonight who's going to be sharing her testimony and then we're going to just dive right in all right hallelujah thank you jesus god you're worthy god you're holy god you're perfect god you're mighty god you're strong father there is nobody like you jesus there is nobody like you jesus god we thank you for a night that we have never seen father we thank you god for bringing us together because you said in your word when two or three are gathered then so here are you father and so we thank you for your holy spirit being in the midst right now in the name of jesus father we bind every principality assigned to the airways right now in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word that whatever we bind on the earth, Father, so shall you bind in the heavens and whatever we loose on the earth, Father, so shall you loosen the heavens. And so we bind the hand of the strong man on tonight. We send back every arrow, every dart, every venomous tongue, Father, in the name of Jesus. We send it back to the sender, Father. We call it null and void in the name of Jesus. And God, we loose the angels right now in the name of Jesus. They're standing, waiting on assignment for us to send them out, Father. And so we give them authority, Father, to do what they have to do, Father. We ask you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, that someone might hear something, Father, that will help penetrate their heart. God, and that they may look to you and say, what must I do to be saved, Father? And so we're declaring and decreeing freedom on tonight, Father. We're declaring and decreeing healing and deliverance on tonight, Father, because that's what testimonies are supposed to do, because you said in your word that we overcome by the blood of the lamb father and so we thank you for our testimony father even though we didn't think that it was good for us it worked for us god because you said in your word that all things work together for the good of those who love the lord and who are called to his purpose and so god we thank you for the test and trials god because it kept us close to you jesus and so god we ask you right now to hide us behind the cross father never to let them see us but only let them see you because it's all about you jesus and it will always be about you jesus god we thank you we love you we honor you we wrap this prayer and soak it saturated in your son jesus's blood amen amen man yes ma'am so again guys as you are coming on y'all see i lost my earring it's okay (laughs) as you guys are coming on Continue to invite and share, invite and share, invite and share. This is going to be good on tonight. Yeah. All right. So, guys, I'm going to present to you none other than Miss Oma Withers. Miss Oma's Withers. All right, Oma, go ahead and introduce yourself to the viewers. Let them know where you're tuning in from. Hello, everyone. Um, I am trichologist Oma C. Withers, and I am tuning in from Columbus, Ohio, and I am also the owner and founder of the Hair Chest Hair Restoration Clinic. 
Yes, ma'am. And tell us a little bit about um, the hair chest because this is an awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, that, first of all, it's a vision from the Lord. Um, yeah. But it's also because I've seen it be a blessing to the women, um, literally with, with their, their hair and different things of that nature, deformities and different things, scalp issues, scalp issues. So tell us a little bit about that. So um, I created the hair chest because, as you know, Kamisha, I lost my mom when I was seven years old. Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest things that happened was that she got she got cancer. And during her treatment, she had to do chemo. And because of that, she lost her hair. Yeah. So ever since then, I kind of related um, death to hair loss, mainly because it's an issue of the blood. So creating hair chest or the hair chest, I really focused on products and services that could truly help the clients in ways that other products may not be able to. And yeah. what I mean by that is I follow the principle of Genesis 129, that, on. that the medicine, the food, everything is in every seed bearing plant and fruit that the Lord provided to us here on earth while we're here. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the basis of the hair chest and what we do. We help hair loss, scalp ailments. We even take care of skin conditions such as wow. acne and seborrheic dermatitis as well and PCOS. Yeah. So yeah, we work with so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so you guys at the end, we're gonna post where you can find her because if you can benefit from her products and support what she's doing, um, guys, please support her. It's an awesome, legit professional business as well. It's not just something that she threw together. This thing happened over time that she was wow. called to do what she does. Absolutely. And I know this for a fact. Um, so go ahead, Alma. We're going to just dive right into your testimony. You can just start wherever you want to start and let the, the viewers know, you know, how God has been an, an, an awesome blessing in your life. So we're just going to go ahead and dive in. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, it's not it's not very often that someone says, "Hey, Oma, um, share your testimony." You know, I speak to so many people daily, weekly, monthly. You'd be you'd be like, "Oma, really? You talk to that many people?" And no one has yet to ask, "Oma, what is your testimony?" So when you invited me on, I was like, "Lord, what are you going to guide me to say?" Because there's so much. But I've yeah. never truly had that conversation with anyone. So wow. I guess I, I guess I'll start off with um, some of the barriers that I experienced as a child. You know, yeah. growing up without a mother and losing my father at the age of fourteen, yeah. it was a very difficult. Um, it was a very difficult time for me because I had an issue of direction yeah. and accepting authority. If that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, when I lost my mother at seven years old, you know, that's a very pivotal point for a girl. You know, she's yeah. um, walking into her wom well, her womanhood uh, yeah. physically. And I used to get teased. I used to get bullied really bad. And it would be so hard for me to try to find those joyous moments um, yeah. in the midst of all of that happening. You know, and as you know, my father was Reverend John J. Barfield. So, of course, if you're around that man, you're going to be laughing and smiling all the time. But I really had an issue of trying to figure out what is Oma supposed to do because you could feel like you're like in the sea of lost, like yeah. I just call it sea of lost. Yeah. And um, and trying to find God's direction and all of that, especially when you're that young, you don't understand, okay, my discernment should tell me go left when ultimately your emotions tell you to go right. right. 
So um, during my childhood and trying to figure out emotionally what it is that I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to logically make decisions for my life, um, I ended up going to school for so many different things, Kamisha, like I'm telling you, and I promise this is going to make sense. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so many people, they say, well, Oma, how are you doing all this stuff? Like, like, how did you learn all this stuff? I was lost for a very long time. And wow. especially when you lose both of, both of your parents, you feel like yeah. you're stateless, like you don't belong anywhere and you don't belong to anyone. And that leads the enemy to making you like just do a whole bunch of things and make a whole bunch of decisions that will delay where you're yeah. ultimately supposed to go. But here's how God works. Come on. Here's Come how on. God works. So when I when I graduated from high school, now I mind you, I went to six different high schools, by the way. Wow. I went to six different high schools. So I was used to like being shuffled from here and there. I'm constantly in environments where people may not have wanted me there, but they felt obligated to care for me, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So not only am I dealing with what am I supposed to do with my life, but d will I ever feel what true love feels like? Yeah. And I'm not talking about romance. Right, I'm not right. talking about intimacy, but I'm talking about like love, the yeah. expression of the word. How am I supposed to feel that? How am I supposed to identify that? And trust yeah. me, I want to get there too. Yeah. Um, but going to so many places, doing so many different things, you know, I graduated from high school and I went to Central State University for graphic design. Wow. But when I got there, I figured out that their program actually wasn't graphic design, but it was um, studio art with a minor in advertising graphics. Wow. And after then, I just said, you know what? You know, during high school, I went to um, I went to a career technical high school called Patterson Career Center as one of my high schools, and I did graphic design for three years. So right. it was it was in my blood. It was in me. I had already you know been there, done that, and I wanted to continue that on because it was what I knew. But when I found out that the school that I went to didn't really cater to the type of education that I had received prior, I said, you know what? I'm going to leave and go to nursing school wow. at this particular time. I need to go and I need to support myself. You know, thinking like a person who's trying to survive, the first thing that you're going to do is the thing that's going to bring the money. So, yeah. to speak. Yep. you know, and especially when you have people in your family who's talking to you like, oh, yeah, you'd be a great nurse. You'd be this. You could be that. When really, when I was younger, the Lord told me that I was supposed to become a motivational speaker and wow. lead people down a path. Wow. So let's let's put that out there. So, <laughs> you know, I went to nursing school and the sorrow that I felt during my clinicals, um, I was actually um, in a long-term care facility uh, where there were a lot of the elderly geriatric patients and things like that. And I just felt so much pain seeing people there who didn't have visitors to come see them, yeah. they felt hopeless. And the particular facility that I was in, their leading, their leading issue with their residents was adult failure to thrive. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like, as a nursing student, I didn't understand what that meant because I'm like, well, wait a minute, adult failure to thrive. They didn't teach us this in class. So guess what I did? I went on Google and I had to figure some stuff out. But mm. really, what it means is that the patient has the ability. Wow. They, they have the ability to get up and move and do things to better their situation. You know, they wouldn't have um, atrophy. They wouldn't have issues of mobility if they were to just get up and move. Wow. But the biggest thing is their adult failure to thrive. They lost hope in that place. And now they just won't get up and move. 
And because of that reason, because I wasn't right in the spirit yet, I didn't have my spirit man prepared for that. Guess what I did? I dropped out of nursing school. Wow. Now, knowing what I know now, there's so much that I could have helped with. Right. While I was at nursing school, but you know, the Lord was sending me on a journey. Yeah. What I thought was the enemy's work creating confusion in me was the Lord really sending me on a journey. So after that, I decided to go back to Central State for another quarter because I said, you know what? We're going to figure this out. We're going <laughs> to do this the right way. And um, and I started taking courses for social work. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, at the time I was working with survival, trying to figure out how to survive, what was going to work best for, you know, my, my paycheck. How was I going to pay my bills? How am I going to figure this out? And without that guidance, that loving guidance that I felt love from, it was hard to make like finite decisions. So I said, you know what? We're going to go back to Central State. So I took up courses for social work, like I said, and I learned so much about how to um, do case studies and how to build cases and how to um, find resources for customers and even myself. So um, but I ended up leaving that because I got hired on at PNC Mortgage and um, and I was there for about two or three years and I decided, you know what, Alma, you're just going to go ahead and get your degree in business management. We're going to give up beauty altogether right now because I love all things aesthetic. I like for things to look a particular way. I love talking about emotions and I love bringing emotions without words, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, So graphic design was perfect for me, but I said, you know what? We're just gonna have to, you know, let this go. But ever since I was a kid, I had always done hair. So you're gonna laugh. So um, I started school for business management and my very first course was business law. Wow. So I was like, okay, now I'm in here and they're they're talking about all this stuff. And you would think business law is all about law associated with business, but he had to teach us basic law first. And he was also a lawyer. And the first term that he taught us was called tort. Wow. And I was like, you know, what is tort? I'm thinking like it's a pop tart, a pastry. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, we need to figure out what is a tort. You know, people tell you something, but it takes real, it takes real reflection to understand it and embed it into your soul to be like, okay, I truly understand what this means. So I, I literally, I sat there and I thought about it, pondered on it, tried to figure it out. And ultimately a tort is a crime of passion. Something that somebody has done to another person um, out of passion. Like it, it wasn't just, you know, blindly done. Like, you know, this person was just rageful. Like, no, this crime was intentional. Yeah. And that just stuck with me because what I would experience in my in my adulthood later on would really, really, really play a role in my understanding of relationships. Mm-hmm. So, um, and at that particular point, I was sitting in class and I was like, you know what, this isn't right. I don't feel right coming to classes for this. Cause it wasn't what I was passionate about. I was just doing what would cater right. my track of paying my bills. Right. And then I said, you know what, Oma, you have been, so at the time I was doing hair um, for clients on Craigslist, right? Mm-hmm. From, from the age of 11 up until now, I had always been doing people's hair. That has never been, um, but I never looked at it like it was a job because it was passion for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember watching my mom, you know, brush her hair and watch all the hair fall out. 
and try to figure out how to put it back on. So I was naturally drawn to helping women become beautiful, even though my sister didn't let me braid her hair because she ain't trust my (laughs) hair. But we ain't going to talk about Margot today. Um, (laughs) We ain't going to talk about Margot today. Um, But um, long story short, I knew that that would make a woman feel beautiful, like right there, right then and there on the spot. As soon as a woman's hair is done, her makeup is done, she feels beautiful, at least for a few moments. Yeah. Um, so I said, you know what? Lord, you're sending me all these hair loss clients through Craigslist. Wow. I would not post about hair loss at all, ever, you know, but I was a master extensionist, self-taught, by the way. And I had a system to where I actually offered warranties on my weaves because I knew that if a person were to leave um, after I did their hair extension, that I wouldn't want anyone else messing up my construction. So I offered a warranty (laughs) on my extensions to make sure that whoever messed this person up before that they didn't go back to them so that they could cause more damage. Cause I'm talking like there would be like burned patches in their hair. Um, where people thought that they were cutting their hair correctly. You know, they were like gouging their hair out, patches all over the place. And I said, you know what, Lord, you've been drawing me to hair and hair issues on a deeper level since I was a child. It's time to really deep, like dig deep into this. So I thought that by going to cosmetology school that I would learn how to restore hair, but I was wrong. But going to cosmetology school taught me how to safely do hair color, thermal services, and haircuts, which was great. It was very beneficial. It taught me some um, It taught me some things that would level me up in terms of client servicing and things like that. But when I finally found out what trichology was, I had already been to nursing school and taken that first quarter. So it was like, oh, what I'm doing now is medical and trichology. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the aesthetic purposes of the patient. But what I noticed about trichology, even after I got certified, you know, I'm going to breeze over that, yeah. um, but I got certified and I was like, well, I understand that they taught me this, but they're still missing something. Yeah. And I'm a person who digs for answers. You know, becoming lost makes you dig for answers. I'm on. So you don't become lost anymore. So long story short, I was like, you know what, Lord? I will pay for more education, but not until I understand. My biggest thing was I had to understand. I had to understand. I won't take any more classes until I truly understand what it is that you're trying to get me to do. Listen, listen. So I actually, I treat based off of a principle that the Lord gave me in a dream. Mm -hmm. He told me if, if human beings were able to match up the disparities in their flesh with the disparities in their spirit, they would become a whole person. How many times do we go to a doctor's office and we say, hey, I'm feeling chest pains. These pains are really bothering me. And then the doctor says, well, I don't know what's wrong. Wow. We looked in your chest, we saw what was going on. We don't see anything wrong. We looked at your EKG, we don't see anything wrong. So I'm like, well, well, Lord, why is it that when we go to these medical outlets, they always say that they don't know what's wrong. So me being me, you know, the Lord also um, had me experience different ailments so that I can come to um, other clients with, you know, more understanding about what they're going through and how to like 
correct it and nip it in the bud. But as always, after we receive instruction, it's our jobs to follow the instructions to get the health benefit that we need. Yeah. So long story short, I figured out, okay, this mineral does this, that mineral does that. If we can get this particular mineral that's in excess to go down, we can increase the mineral that they're deficient in. But it plays in a role, like say for instance, someone who experiences, experiences manic depression, Yeah, they may not know that they have an over excess of copper. They may not know that. But when was the last time that someone went to a, a hospital and they tested them for copper? Yeah. Right. Right. When's the last time that they did that? So my biggest thing is saying, OK, well, if I can help this client in this particular way, maybe just maybe they could ask, oh, my, how did this happen? How did you learn all this? How did this how did how did you get direction to even figure this out? Wow. I haven't well, had that yet. I haven't had that yet. Wow. But I, I never force the message because I know at some particular point someone will ask me and I will be able to share my testimony with wow. them about how I came to this. We receive messages all day long on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, but they all create word salad in our minds to the point where we don't really understand, you know, what meat we should consume and what bones to spit out. And yeah. we just end up with a whole platter of things that don't make sense. Yeah. Wow. But what the Lord showed me was that, Oma, my voice is clear. Jesus. There is no confusion in what I say to you. There is no confusion. When he tells me to do something now, Kamisha, like, girl, yeah. I'm not even joking. I'm right. like, okay, Lord, you want me to make this product? You want me to do that? Okay, you want me to shut down services for the month of August? Fine, I'll do it. He literally told me to do that. And this is probably like one of the busiest moments I've ever had in my career. And wow. he was like, shut it down. Wow. And I said, okay, we're going to do that. But his voice is never, his voice is never sporadic. And I feel in the spirit to tell you guys what the sporadic voice sounds like. So you could be laying in your bed at night and you could be calm. And then all of a sudden you hear, wow, did I forget to do this? Oh, I got to go to the store tomorrow. Oh my goodness. I got to, I got to call so-and-so. Oh, I forgot that I have to do that. That's the voice of the enemy. Yeah. Whenever you're hearing those fast super fast thoughts, ones that you can't really keep up with, the ones that contradict the decisions that you've made before you went to sleep. Wow. That is the enemy. And, you know, regardless of who's watching this, you always, you can always relate it back to a negative energy and negative connotation. But because I'm a Christian, because I'm a Christian believer and a kingdom believer, I'm going to say that is the enemy. Yeah, come on. Listen, um, but the Lord's voice gives you a calm. Come on. And the only reason why the message doesn't make sense to you is because you're not willing to accept it. Yeah. So let's talk about how many times we receive messages from the Lord and he tells us, don't do that. And you're like, well, that don't pertain to me because I don't feel like I should be, I don't feel like I should stop. Wow. And we, we end up missing. So I guess my testimony is all about going on a journey and learning to listen to God's voice and learning how to build a true relationship with him to the point where you can truly understand your decisions. Yeah. The enemy thought he was delaying me. He thought he delayed me, but really what the Lord was like, okay, he was like, all right, well, all right. She's going to need all this information anyway. I'd rather her get it from experience than paying thousands of dollars for education, spending years in a classroom where she could literally learn this as she goes. Mm. 
And the Lord has definitely been catering to that only for me to lead up to this particular point. Um, after my mom passed away, I was at church with my dad. You know, my dad used to take me and my sister everywhere. We used to go out of town all the time. This woman came up to me and said, Alma, like I was too young to understand this, Kamisha. Like I was, I was, I just got out of toddlerhood. We're talking seven years old. This lady coming up to me talking about some. You're supposed to figure out what caused your mom to die. Wow. Ooh. And I got angry. Because at the time I wanted to become a lawyer. I wanted to like I wanted to battle cases. Like I wanted yeah. to advocate and battle the case when really I'm kind of doing the same thing now, but my job today is looking for answers to figure out why things are caused. Yeah. Why did this happen? What went wrong to cause this person this particular ailment? Now I'm not a doctor yet. <laughs> but leading up to it, now I'm like, okay, Lord, is it time for me to start medical school? Is it time for me to start trying to figure out the avenues of how to become a doctor? Because the traditional way that we've done medicine, it doesn't work. It just, yeah. it, it doesn't work for a long-term fix because the majority of doctors, and there are some amazing ones who are looking at the holistic view of the body, who's doing amazing things right now. Yeah. But speaking on my own experience, I've experienced where doctors will only look at one organ and try to treat it and mess up all the other ones. Yeah. Listen, so she literally said, you're supposed to figure out what went wrong with your mom. You're supposed to become a doctor. And I'm getting so emotional right now because I found trichology not knowing what it was for real, for real. And then I ended up on this path of, um, of studying on my own. Like, oh my goodness, I, I can't tell you how many books I've read, like gigantic books studying, you know, what the human body actually does, what it needs, books on herbalism. And let's talk about herbalism. I'm also sent here to talk about how herbalism is not a perversion of what the Lord put on the earth. Mm -hmm. But we need to talk about how that has also become perverted where you become an herbalist and people just think things of you that are not true. Wow. But to this day, I'm still learning more and more, but if I want to summarize my testimony up to just a few words, it would be to learn to listen to God's voice and don't fight something just because you don't feel like it pertains to you all because you don't agree with it. Yeah. Because the Lord is sovereign. Yeah. He's sovereign. So, That's yeah. Good. There That's goes my testimony. I could have went on for hours, girl. <laughs> you did an awesome job. But we're going to pick back up with this right after the break, guys. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere.
to the Dope Girls Pray podcast. And again, I'm your host, Kamisha H. You guys are tuned in for Testimony Tuesdays, and we have an awesome special guest, Miss Oma Withers, Miss Oma Withers. And so, Oma, as you were talking, I was writing down a couple of things. Um, and as I was writing, the Lord was speaking, that's what I usually write down when I'm hearing the Holy Spirit say. Yeah. And the one thing that you said, there was a couple of things that you said. It was so many good things that you said. But the first thing that you said, when you were talking about the adult failure to thrive, yeah. the adult failure to thrive. And literally, I heard the Holy Spirit say CPR, CPR, even as if like there's a lot of people, even in the realm of the spirit, the body of Christ, that they have they're they're failing to thrive. And the Lord is saying, I'm performing CPR. And when we perform CPR, it's like reputation, like you're trying to bring the heart back because that's what happens. Like the body shuts down, the heart stops. And their focus is the heart. If anybody noticed when they do CPR, they're focusing on the heart because the heart is what controls the body. And so literally the Lord is saying when you said the adult failure to thrive, that he's doing CPR to a lot of people in this season. Thinking, God, I hear you. He's bringing Ooh. back life to the dead. Life yeah. to the dead, because there's many people that have spiritually died. Naturally, they're living. We see them, you know, mm. and everything. But spiritually, people are dead. They're dying. And the Lord is saying, I'm doing CPR. And the yeah. Lord even said, because um, you said something else, but then I heard the Lord say, pick up your mat and walk. Because those people, those people that are in those dead places that are just in a place of sitting down, the Lord is yeah. calling them to get up. He's saying, pick up your mat and walk. And pick up your mat and walk literally comes from the Bible. The man that was crippled, come on, he was crippled. And he was sitting on a mat. And they said to him, pick up your mat and walk. You this know, pick good. up your mat and walk. And a lot of people, that's where they are right now they're like they're they're at a place of just sitting down like they're sitting down they're sitting down when god is calling them to to do something in this time and in this season and you know what's so crazy and the thing that i like about your testimony and what i like about you is because people sometimes they're looking for god to call them you know in a in an area that's known but sometimes god will call you to the places that are unknown Say you know, that. He has to send somebody to those places. Somebody has to go there. And so literally your journey literally prepared you for what you do now. And you said it. I'm not like making this up. You said oh, it. You know, literally, no, because I know because people be like, I know you be prophesying, but I'm speaking off of what you what you said. Your journey prepared you for this. And and what I heard the Lord say was pain birth perfect. Ooh. Ooh. 
purpose. It birthed purpose because what happened to her, the Lord took what happened to her and he allowed you to, to use that to help other women. And it's so, even though it's so sad, but it was as if she had to die so that they can live. Because if you never experienced what your mother went through, you wouldn't be able to really help other women. And and I'm gonna be honest, there's not a lot of black women that do what you do. And you're probably the only black woman that I know, really off the top of my head. Seriously, it's probably Ooh. others I don't know, but that that do you know literally what you do and what you do is not something God. I thank you that that's an overnight thing. It takes time oh, it's my preparation goodness. and i'm gonna be honest what you do is like prophetic to be honest it's very prophetic because it takes one you said it a relationship yes it really takes because this stuff like what you're doing and, and even the, the, the things that you went through and the things that you were hearing it takes a person to be sensitive to the holy spirit to hear and that's why you're so successful and why it's god i hear you he said it's about to be expedient like oh lord is coming like literally to your business and why it's not because you know you're, you did a business but it's because your heart is right you have the heart of the father and because the lord knows that he can trust you he can trust you with the secrets because that's the stuff that you're doing is like top secret information not everybody has access to this this is like science literally yeah. you know scientists you know literally and the lord said they're going to pay you for it they're going to pay you for it they're going to be coming to you literally to pay for this information because you know why see god i thank you a lot of people can only go so far without god he'll yeah, let them okay. only go but so far but once you have the secret the secret ingredient which is the holy spirit he can yeah. take you further in places that man could not take you and the lord even said you won't even have to go to school for it you won't even have to go to school for it. You won't even have to go to school for it because the Lord said, I'm, I'm going to make sure that no man gets the glory from out of what I'm going to do in your life. No, wow. man, no man. And people are literally going to pay you for it, pay you for it. Because guess what? One thing that I know about God is, like I said, he'll let their information be limited because I was just having a conversation with this with somebody. So many people are operating just on a gift. Mm. Right. A lot of people have gifts, you know, but it's the anointing that breaks the yokes. And you were yeah. anointed to do exactly what you do. You are anointed. The Lord anointed you to do exactly what you do. And and even those those kind of people don't understand it's still a mm. form of an intercessor because you said it. Yeah. You know, you're waiting for those people to say to ask questions. How did you figure it out? But guess what? Sometimes people don't even have to ask questions. The way that they see you carry yourself, they see Christ exemplified. Yes. They see Christ exemplified. And so it's like, God, I hear you because he said you're like a seed planter. You're planting, you're planting seed because the people have to sit in your chair for some time or they have to sit in your presence. And then it may be just, they may come in contact with somebody else and they can finish what you started. And so God, I thank you because the Lord is showing me even seed planters all over the world. There are people yeah. that are seed planters and people can leave those people out because everybody role is important in the kingdom. Everybody role is important in the kingdom. And I even see you speaking at conferences. I now you stopped it. She's gonna make me cry on this here live. Speaking, I, I see <laughs> now, just the open vision just now of you speaking at conferences like 
I see you like at a podium and it's like mass people just just sitting around and you're speaking. And so literally the Lord is going to use you in, in a lot of areas. A lot of this was just the start. This was oh. just the start because the Lord wanted to get your feet wet and get you comfortable. But I even see you in areas of ministry. Even with ministry, it's not going to even just be just this this business. This God, I think He said it's going to be solidified. Mm. Like the business is going to be the solidification, so that you have something. Because some people, some people, God, I thank you. There's all right. God works differently, right? What do I mean? There's some people that they'll just walk into ministry full time, and the Lord will have them to suffer with finances and it's not purposely but it's all it's always purpose behind purpose yeah. right and, and it's because of the elevation that's going to come in the in the way that god is going to use them you got to pay for you know what god is going to do in your life and then there's some people the lord has them to be solidified you know in the beginning where they'll have their business set and then they'll go into another arena now I'm not saying that another test won't come or so or how he may test you to, to still get like a pressing to get yeah. the oil out but the, the point of the matter is the Lord said he's going to make sure that your business is solidified so that when you do walk out into the things of God, you won't feel like I need a plan B. You know wow. what I'm saying? I need a plan B because God knows his children. And and I've been saying this to the Lord lately, like, God, I want to go into ministry full time, right? I've never wanted to do that, right? I never. You couldn't have paid me, right? Yeah, because you the hustle queen. Listen. Listen, I never wanted to do ministry full time. Like I love what I do, but I, in the beginning, it was it was just a thing. Like, okay, God, I'm just whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. But then there comes a point, God, I thank you. Then there comes a point where it it truly becomes your passion. Because I'm a, I'm gonna be honest, you said something so profound when you said since as since you were a child that yeah. you were this way. And I was like the same way too. I've always been a fighter, an advocate. You know, you know, you people thought I was going to be a lawyer. I've been like that since I was a child. I've always been a deep thinker. And, and some things are embedded in you. Yeah. You know, so when you're passionate about something, if you don't fulfill and it's purpose, because passion is purpose, if you yes, don't fulfill is. God's purpose, you're going to always be bored. Always. And God is not going to let you rest. Until you walk into, and you won't feel the fulfillment until you really walk into what it is that God has called you to do. Because sometimes we'll call ourselves to walk into things. Like, if you would have told me I was going to do ministry, even last year, I would have thought you were lying. You know, <laughs> if you would have told me, even in high school, that, you know, I was supposed to, to be doing, I would have thought you were lying. Because, to be honest, I, I thought at the high school I was going to move to New York. You know, I had my whole life planned out of what I was going to do. And then literally as time went on, my plans changed. But the Bible says, the Lord says, the plans that I have for you. And so literally, yes. even when the Lord, when first revealed to me who I was, you know, to him, I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. You know, <laughs> I got to do what? I'm going to have to preach. I'm going to have to talk to people. No, I don't want to do all of that. And so literally there came a time when and it, it was the conversion because it's only the conversion that yeah. causes you to really have the heart of the father and to think like the father and to want to not not so much be like the father because we're not God, but we're like God in his image, the Bible says, because we're three and one too. But yeah. the thing is, take on the mindset of Christ. 
right? Mm. But you literally are converted. And so because I'm so passionate now about really doing what God has called me to, to, to do and to be, it's like now finally I'm at the point and I'm like, okay, God, I'm also now for you, whatever it is that you want me to do, I, 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 I'm going to do this. And literally I'm like at the point now where I want to do ministry full time. And I, I know the Lord is making ways you know, for this to happen, because I said, if there's no way that I can give two places my time, I can't give the world my time, all mm. of my time, and give the father all of my time. Somebody more time than the other. Yes. You know, oh, it's coming. It's going to get more time than the other. And I can't even say, but I'm going to say it because sometimes at my job, the Lord gets more time than my job. I'll be at work literally doing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but then, you know, when I'm supposed to be doing other stuff because I'm so sold out for Jesus and I'm like, yes. that's where my time is. But I still make sure that my work is done. I'm not like abandoning my job or anything like that. But the point of the matter is somebody is going to get more time than the yeah. next person, you know. And so I, I just always say people won't feel the true fulfillment until they walk in purpose. You'll always be bored. You know, you'll always be derailed. And sometimes the Lord won't let you because he'll keep making things to be born. And so you walk into, you know, literally the things of God into what you're supposed to walk in. He won't let you rest. Everything that you try to touch, he's going to make sure that it falls apart. Because he said, I've called you. The Bible says that many are called, but few are chosen. Those yeah. chosen ones, God just don't let you do what you want to do. He don't let you go as far. <laughs> that is he true. Don't. He don't let you go as far, you know, and it's not to to um, push out anybody else, but it's, it's true, though. Like, come on. Everybody wasn't Moses in the Bible. Mm. Everybody didn't have the mantle of Moses. And I'm talking about the prophets. Everybody didn't carry his mantle. Every God didn't stand behind them exactly 100% as he did with Moses. You get what I'm mm. saying? Every prophet yeah. operated different. And the thing is, the Bible says, to whom much is given, much is required. And but God yeah. knows what we can handle. He yeah. knows what we can handle. He says it. I knew who you were since the day I created you in your mother's womb. And so he knows what we can handle. Some things that I might be able to handle, you might not be able to handle. There's some things you might be able to handle that I can't handle and vice versa. You mm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so God knows how much that we can bear. He's never going to put, you know, something on us that we can't handle, you know? And so I'm just so proud of you. I really am um, for the woman that you have become. I've known you since you were child, little, 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 you know, <laughs> yes. little, we've met each other when we both were kids, kids, you know, and, and just to see, and I, and I remember the transition of everything of, of losing both your parents and stuff like that. You know, I've lost, well, I didn't lose both my parents, but I lost my mother and I, I never really had a relationship like that with my father. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like off and on, but the point of the matter, I grew up by my, you know, raised by my grandmother I and mean, you know, yeah. that. and so I can totally relate to you, that orphan spirit, you know, a feeling like no direction, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, and I said this to somebody the other day, because sometimes God does that because he's a jealous God. That's the first yeah. thing. And he knows that when he has really called you to do something, he wants to make sure that you're, you're so dependent upon him because yeah. sometimes people will be a distraction. And when the Lord really needs your full attention, he will take everything and everybody away just because he knew and he knows how much he is in need of you. You know, and though it hurts, 
Yes, absolutely. Because growing up without a mother or a father, I didn't have the spirit of rejection, the spirit of abandonment, the orphan spirit, you know, feeling lost, even though I grew up with people might say, well, you was with grandma, but still she could never take the place of my mother. Mm-hmm. She could never take the place never. of my mother. And nobody, I don't care if you was like you got adopted later or whatever, a child that, that even if they never met their mother, it's still a connection. Yes. It's still a connection. And so, because some people might say, well, how can a person feel like that and you never met? It's still a connection. You know, it's still a connection because you came from them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I've always had that connection with my mother, even though I've never met her. She died when I was seven months. And oh listen, yeah, and isn't that so ironic? Your mother passed when you were seven. Wow. And my mom died when I was seven months. Wow. And so, but seven is the number of completion. Yes, it God, is. God, I thank you. Wow. And seven okay. years later, I lost my father. Wow. Wow. Yep. Wow. So, yeah. so this was so good. This was so amazing. I thank you so much for coming on here. You guys, you can yeah. also catch the audio replay. If you want to catch the replays, if you're an audio listener, you can subscribe to our channels. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Just download the app there. It's the name straightforward. Everything is Dope Girls Pray. Yeah. You can find us on Spotify as well. If you have Spotify, you can find us on Pandora now. Woo, woo, woo. Subscribe woo, woo. to our channel. Yes, ma'am. Yes, congratulations. Also, yes, ma'am. Thank you on Anchor FM if you want to listen there as well. So we have different ways that we offer for you guys to listen because, we you know, everybody learns differently. And even though I always say this is not for entertainment, but it kind of it kind of is at the same time. But it's not for like your amusement. But we do try to, you know, be loose here sometimes too, but still in God. But you know, I know people are different, they have different ways of some people are visual learners, some people are audio learners. And so whatever way that you feel the need to that you need to, to learn and catch the replays, you can always come back to the Facebook Dope Girls Break Podcast to catch the replay. You can find it on YouTube as well. All the names are the same, Dope Girls Great Podcast, or you can go to the stations if you're on the go and you just want to hear. And so, guys, we thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to the Dope Girls Great Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Kamisha H. We are going to pray because I almost forgot. So, God, we thank you, God. We love you, God. We honor you, God. We magnify you, God. We adore you, God. We thank you for everything that you have done on tonight, Father. We thank you for having your way, Father. We thank you for the testimonies that are going to come from the testimony, Father. We thank you, God, for the healing and deliverance that's going to prosper. And that did happen on tonight. Even with the speaker, God, there was the liberty of even her releasing her testimony that the devil did not want to happen. And so, God, we thank you for your travailing hand. We thank you for keeping your hand on this podcast, even on the speaker. God, right now, I come against every retaliating spirit against Oma right now in the name of Jesus that will try to retaliate against her for opening up her mouth and saying, well, thus saith the Lord, and even just helping others, God, to see who you are. And so we bind the spirit of assassin right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we send the angels out right now. We deploy them, Father, to stand around her 
house, her business, and her finances, even her marriage. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you, we love you, we honor you, we adore you, and we thank you for having your way again, Father. And it's in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, ma'am. So, Oma, we thank you so much for, for just tuning in tonight and sharing your testimony and being a blessing. You guys go and follow her. Um, which Tell them which, how they can follow you. So you guys can follow me here on Facebook under the Hair Chest Hair Restoration Clinic, or you can find me on Instagram under the Hair Chest, or you can also find my page under Oma C. Withers. Yes, I'm really easy to find. <laughs> you guys, please support if you're, you're having issues with hair things, or even if it's not, she has some good products and support black businesses because that's what we're doing. We should have been doing this, but that's yeah. what we're doing at this time. So guys, go and support, be a blessing to her ministry because it is a ministry. God has called her to this and yeah. God's hand is on everything that she is doing, guys. Be a blessing to her. And guys, we thank you again so much for tuning into the Dope Girls Pray podcast. I, again, am your host, Kanisha H, and you guys were just too different for Testimony Tuesdays. You guys have a good night. Be blessed. Mm -hmm.